You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a straight talk, wireless, extended, silver, unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with straight talks, unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find straight talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. I am all in. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everybody, Scott Patterson, I am all in podcast, one of the productions, iHeartRadio, season six, episode five. We got magic to do. I am joined by my intrepid crew, and what a crew it is of crew of crews. We just want a crewy. And I've got our suit. I've got Suzanne French. You know her, you love her. You're getting to really love Suzanne French. Amy still recovering from that little. We want a crewy. We want a crewy. And Amy Sugarman, <laughs> there she is. There she is. Suzanne, what's it like being uh, already uh, enshrined into the podcasting hall of fame? As it yeah, were? dare we say the fan? <laughs> what's it like to be the fan favorite? Even yeah. though Scott and I have been trying for years, <laughs> it's. It's really it's really stressful, actually, because it I is. feel like I can't even make the smallest mistake. And you, I you uh, I was it. listening to last week's episode and realized that I read something wrong in the synopsis. And I don't know if it was written wrong or my brain just substituted it. Oh, no. But um, I, I feel like a failure. So I, been you know, keeping I'm trying to get over that. Yeah, it has yeah. been. So well, I'm going to have a couple therapy sessions Scott. and I should be okay soon. Scott and I have it easier because the bar is so low for us. <laughs> and then I'm like right in the middle. Uh-huh. No, no, I would, Tara, I would put you up there in Suzanne yeah, I w- French I country. Would too. I don't see a lot of 
critiques. I, yeah. I, I did get someone who said something nice and I only saw it because they tagged me. <laughs> so. Oh, what did they say? <laughs> what did they say? Um, they said, I'll pull it up. <clears throat> Although shout out because I haven't gotten a lot of people agreeing with me lately. So I'm feeling pretty good no. and I hope I don't blow it. They oh, called wow. me the queen. That's what it was. The oh, queen. You're the queen uh, now? That's I, I, never happened for Scott I, and me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have oh. some hot takes on this episode, so we'll see how it goes. Well, I think it's time for a little plug here. Oh, uh, we love a plug. Let's uh, all gather at Motor City Comic Con. All you GG fans, I will be there November 10, 11, 12th. Uh, so go to MotorCityComicCon.com. And also, I'm going to be at GalaxyCon Columbus, uh, Ohio? December 2 and 3. Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. That's so great. That, so that's Why are be you fun. so dressed up? I'm not. It's a little chilly in the in the unit here, and I just put on a shirt. I only brought one. So I, Wait. Um, what? Your shirt is super nice, and your glasses are super cool. Are those yeah. new? No. I've had these glasses for a couple of years. I feel like you don't wear them enough. No, Maybe it's the combo cool. of the shirt and the glasses. <laughs> yeah. Do I look like a literature professor? <laughs> you look a little bit like a professor. <laughs> Do you have elbow patches? <laughs> Almost. I think they're no, they're not. I don't have elbow. So good. No, no, looking good. Oh, I got my shirt on. I only brought the nice. one. I brought it one. I brought one. Can you and steal any from the set? Do they frown upon that? Um, I don't like to. I sometimes pilfer socks because so. they, they have such high quality socks up here. And people don't want to wear that. They're not going to rewear socks. It's gross. They're not, and especially not my socks. Yeah, it's gross. Right? A little, right, right. Little uh, fungus so. among us. <laughs> no, <laughs> I will admit. I have always had a bout with that because my brothers, like when we were on vacation, we'd have to take share a shower. Obviously, mm -hmm. not at the same time, but <laughs> right. And my brothers are gross, and I would always get athlete's foot. Anyway, oh disgusting. really? Yeah, that's yes. why I have shower shoes. Yeah, you, it, it's tough. Shower it's tough. shoes, yeah. yeah. We all used to dress when I was uh, uh, playing playing pro ball. You know, we all showered together. And uh, oh, that's there were all like these big sorority. shower rooms, and everybody had shower shoes. My sorority had separations, though. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't. It was like a big shower, but like you couldn't. They had walls. You know, I did forget my. I did take a shower with Joe DiMaggio. It was just me and no, Joe DiMaggio taking is, a shower. One spring training, and I forgot my shower shoes, so I almost got Joe DiMaggio fungus oh, athlete's foot. Bring but, it all around. I didn't, that might I didn't, be TMI. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't quite get it. Didn't quite get it. I understand. I understand. Yeah. yeah. So is everybody watching Sullivan's Crossing? Are, are you? Are you? Yes. Are you with yes. bated breath watching each episode? What do you think? Tell me well, what you think. I don't want to have a spoiler. Wow. Oh. Because well, there was like a shocking thing with your character. What was that? Am I right? I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> I think that's enough. That's good. Yeah, I mean, no, that's, that's, no, if that's I, not a tease. I don't know what is. There, there are ten cliffhangers. There's ten episodes. And there's ten, ten cliffhangers at the end of each episode. So, oh anyway, gosh. so CW Wednesday nights, uh, eight eight p.m. seven central. Check it out. Uh, anyway, who's synopsizing 
Is it Suzanne French? Suzanne, if she doesn't blow it again. I know. I, I, I gotta like get my act together here. So let me give this a try. All right. We have season six, episode five. We've got magic to do. This aired on October 11th, 2005. The stove catches fire at the inn and Lorelei has to call Richard to deal with the insurance money. Rory organizes a DAR event, which goes remarkably well until the Huntsburgers arrive unannounced. Meanwhile, Lorelai attends a bizarre school recital and Luke feels slighted for not being invited. Mm. Mm. So much to discuss. Let's go. This was a Jekyll and Hyde episode. I was waiting for this First and foremost, the hunt. So I'm going to just get decor out of the way. The Huntsberger's house, which we only briefly saw in the recap, is amazing. So the set or their house, if you want to pretend it's real or if you want to talk about tv set is phenomenal and i must once again say the pool house decor like the interior design is epic it's like very a lot of fabrics a lot of patterns a lot of colors but i am totally in and it's like it's like a hamptons house it's like a french country estate and it's just so well done it's beyond it's amazing whoever came in and actually did the design of that pool house Mm -hmm. bravo and Get me their number. Seriously. And Mm -hmm. I will refer to it throughout this conversation as face acting because there was (laughs) a lot of face acting in this episode. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Richard, Emily, Mm -hmm. Luke. Mm. Mm, You're right. Now that, now, I mean, I saw it, but now that you face acting, Leanne Hunley, Mrs. Hunsberger, Mm -hmm. face acting. Mm -hmm. It's called listening. All you have to do is listen, <laughs> and then your face will act it. Oh, your, I feel your, like your eyes will reflect it. Your thoughts will will form the facial acting expressions as Emily you refer to them. The face acting. Kelly Bishop with some intense face acting, but I, I digress. Let me, let me tell you something. We've redefined the acting terms. You're gonna, you, we're going to come out of a. Come out with a book. Uh, we should. Great, great face acting with Amy. And <laughs> unbelievable dancing by Richard and Emily. Because I believe Kelly Bishop was like a professional ballerina or something. Oh, uh, yes. Like a dancer. Uh, jazz dancer, the whole thing. Yeah, she was the Bun real They were amazing. And, then, and that's why she was on Bunheads. Mm-hmm. That's why she was on Bunheads, which mm-hmm. stay tuned. Oh, okay. Amy and Tara will be discussing <laughs> Bunheads at some point. <laughs> yep. Don't you worry. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we do the recap, which was particularly dramatic. And then we go into the Luke and Lorelai come into the diner with all the shopping bags and Mm. the craziest pink underwear I have ever (laughs) seen in my entire life. Mm. It was, yeah. (laughs) I I hated that whole cold open. I hated the whole thing. Oh, you did. Tell us why. Let's get into it. I didn't like, I mean, we, you guys have talked in the past about some things that, some elements that don't age well over time and this Mm -hmm. was one thing that comes up a lot is the fat shaming and this was the a classic example of it um it just was really bothersome Um, What, what was said specifically well when they pull out the giant pair of pink panties and lorelei makes some comment about um 25 oh the size or something right yeah something about i'd hate to be wrapped around the woman that fits these or something like she made some really obnoxious comment like that which um you know 
it wasn't very nice then and it really isn't nice now i don't know it just um, that, yeah that one didn't I, they were doing me. it for humor value i guess but it wasn't funny to me it wasn't good it gets yeah. worse when emily goes to i was Mrs. about to say that we'll talk yeah. about that was yeah. that was rough but mm -hmm. we'll talk about that when we get to it witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a straight-talk wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? With a few extra bucks in my pocket, I could try a new hobby or go to a few concerts I've been wanting to attend. Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings in root metrics. 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Aside from that, I thought the shopping sort of bit was funny, and I think a Velcro wallet has to go as well. <laughs> yes, I, I do agree with that. <laughs> a Velcro wallet. <laughs> so, you could see Luke kind of like having that. How, mm. I can't make a Velcro sound, but if somebody could. <laughs> 
There you yeah. go. Good. <laughs> wow. He's a voice actor, voice actor and a face actor. <laughs> hey, maybe I can face act the Velcro. Hang on. <laughs> Glasses off. That's actually really good. Not and bad. I did love when her phone rings and, and Luke just points at the sign and goes, it still applies. Like, yeah, yeah nothing's mm-hmm. changed. That mm-hmm. was that was really good. And we got a little glimpse of her ring again, which I really like her engagement ring. It's it's like delicate. It's it looks antique, which I assume it is because Kirk took it off a dead lady. <laughs> you know, I, I like the ring. I like that. I'm seeing that. I don't know. I just, you know, I, I didn't hate the open that much. And I thought the fire starter stuff was a little bit funny. Mm. There's been another fire then. It was all yeah, fine. it kind of was. She had the good line: "Don't walk behind yeah. me, I'm you'll liable to catch on fire." Yeah, yeah, it was all it was all fine. Nothing like. Hey, amazing. when you see those two together, it's gonna be okay. Yeah, right. Even <laughs> if it's not like fall down funny. I agree. Yeah, and they yeah. and and even when you know that Suzanne's gonna throw the flag, right. It's, uh, I don't mind those two together. The, the part I didn't get was Luke and Jackson bickering. Mm. I'm like, why were they doing that? Like, those two get along. I, I didn't really, you know, mm-hmm. when you're trying to figure out the oven situation and they're bickering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really get that. I was like, mm-hmm. those two are, they're not mm-hmm. going to bicker. They're going to be in it together. But I mean, mm-hmm. whatever. Tiny, mm-hmm. tiny flag. The lines are there. You got to, you got to say them. I don't know them. Do you know? Oh, oh, you're saying. <laughs> I no, thought you, know you were saying I, mean? I needed to say right now. Right, you had to say them. Correct. Yeah, you Whether the, you the kind lines of, are there, you're right? You got to make even them if more. you don't think mm. it tracks, right? Right. It, 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 there's nothing you can do about it. And I didn't understand why the insurance company had never heard of them, even though I get it's a ploy to get Richard there. But that was sort of like, right. oh, this isn't really well. Right. Yeah, that was a any. Tad yeah. Long. Anyone thoughts on that? Tara, you have uh, a flag. You're throwing a flag on the plane. We're not there yet, though, so I don't want to Oh, okay. All right. We'll put it back in your pocket. Let's uh, (laughs) let's continue on with third and seven. Hold the flags, woman. (laughs) Then, okay. So I actually enjoy the scene on the patio. So now we go to the patio, and all the Mm -hmm. ladies are there with Rory, and she's very, you know, dressed, her hair, Mm -hmm. her outfit. It's very, she's really playing the part. The patio scenes always bug me, though, because they're clearly not outside. And I don't yeah. know why that's so annoying to me. But <laughs> the ladies are classic. They're all insane. The whole thing's insane. But I kind of love it. And then I kind of love that Rory sort of was like, hey, uh, I think we can fix this. We can run a deficit, you know, achieve a bigger profit. Like, she's got all the things and then the one woman's like yeah let's go balls out take a swing <laughs> slugger baby like it was like mm-hmm, that was mm-hmm. weird but enjoyable i would say yeah i think for me i know last week i said like i just feel like rory's not herself she's out of her element but for some reason in this episode because she was so in control and she was on top of her her game it kind of worked like it, mm-hmm. it worked for me like you know, especially not to jump around, but like, you know, she's calling people and she's saying it's sold out and all this and that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's the Rory we know. She gets mm-hmm. she gets it done. She doesn't slack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And in high the, society, if you put on a great party, that's that's a real that, yeah. social climb. I mean, yeah. Emily, yeah, Emily was like, you're sold out. What? <laughs> and also not for nothing, whether she's left Yale or not, putting on an event like that 
is a big deal. That's like, like, that's not just nothing. So I kind of thought she should be proud of herself. They -hmm. should, everybody should be proud. That's a respectable, amazing job she did. Mm -hmm. But I'm feeling the return to Yale. Like we're getting there. They're all starting to figure this out. I hope I, you know, I don't know what happens, but I hope she goes back soon. And I like this episode and I like what she was doing here too. I agree with you, Tara, but uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm ready for her to get back to Yale and get, yeah, get yeah, back yeah. in the mix. Yeah. We'll talk yeah. about Paris there for me was not enough Logan in this episode, but we'll get to his mm-hmm. like one moment, right. but this is the scene I disliked the most coming up next. And it is Lorelai and Luke at Suki and Jackson's house for the dinner. Which that was my flag. Mm-hmm. There's parts of it that I love. The dinner looked amazing, but nobody did tells a like one and a half year old kid <laughs> that to scene. Did, 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 did they? Did they Thank it's you. awful. Did, did did anybody feel like this is all? I don't want to use the the a word, but it was awful. Wasn't asinine. I would use the a word? Asinine. They, they, awful. I mean, asinine. Abusive to Both towards abusive. the children. I yeah. mean, to scream at them like that. <laughs> right. Well, that was my that flag. So I was over like the top. Yeah, that was it my really flag on was. this episode. I was like, oh, you're yelling. And by the way, it's like if it was a joke once, I would kind of laugh at it. Like if it was once they panned the one year old. But it was just like, if you don't turn it off, like no TV for the week. And this kid doesn't know how to use a remote. This kid uh, yeah. can't walk. I barely think. It's one thing if you're yelling at a 12 year old, like turn the TV down, uh. like I don't know. Were they going for a Lucy and Ricky? Like, I couldn't figure out what was It happening. was very out of pocket with this episode, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out of pocket. Wow, Tara. <laughs> wow. My, I, I agree with that. My husband was watching it with me last night, and he's... Because I turned the volume down, because I cannot even stand that scene. So I just... Turn, <laughs> I can't stand the way they're shrieking. Yeah. So I turned the volume down, and my husband was like, why is this scene even in this episode? Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> and the I said, only... well, they're trying to show how patient Luke is with all yeah. of the yeah. insanity sure, that he's constantly sure. following Lorelai around. Sure, sure. But it really does, it doesn't really fit in. And it was overdone and over the top and, and easily one of my top three least favorite episodes in the entire seven seasons. Oh, so I don't hate the episode, but the scene is. Yeah. But the other thing is like, they're, Luke is not going to sit there eating his dinner like a weirdo while all this crap's going on you know feeding the dog with the fork and the baby and like right because he's so whipped he just wants to be near lorelei eat his dinner all (laughs) weird he would have taken his plate up what luke would have done is like hey when they all kind of like got up and were moving around and she's feeding the dog with the fork he would have just taken his plate into the kitchen and sat on the stool or whatever or at least given a couple of looks you know, turn his chair, yeah. and yeah. Like, I'll feed the looks. dog. Right. Like, or I understand the what they were doing with it. They were trying to show that Luke is, you know, he's here to support Lorelai. He loves doing whatever she wants to do. Like, that was the point, which was the point of the whole episode. But we didn't need this. Why? I feel like we could have cut this out, dealt with the other Luke and Lorelai scenes, and that was enough. Right. We didn't yeah. even need the storyline the storyline no i agree but if you want it is not like i don't know how to say this i don't know if there's appropriate language like luke is not a sap is that the like they make him seem like he's not he's not not that guy he doesn't get whipped right not at all they are very equal yeah yeah so i was like this is just 
And Luke will go camping if he wants to go camping. And he's not going right. to go camping. He's not going to do anything he doesn't want to do. Right. Right. And, and he's he also comes, not going to be butthurt. That was the other thing. Right. I was just going to say, he comes back all butthurt. And I just want to be with you. And I'm happy to be with you. I don't care what it is. <laughs> just like, didn't really? He's it, not doing that. He would have never gone camping. He would have been like, Lorelai, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm going to the Patty show with you. And we're going to like rip on people. And have yeah. a great time right. and sneak in some wine, whatever it is, beer. Like it just But she even like, did say there was some dialogue that uh, you know, let me pull out a flag. I'm gonna throw a flag here. Mm-hmm. Um where she said to him when she was trying to convince him to go to camping, do what you want to do, because she wanted she actually did want she didn't want to go with him. She wanted to go with Suki. So as she stated, so I can have fun. I he sort of, had those words to him. I sort and he of, didn't react. He didn't say, well, you don't have fun with me. Or he took the hit and then he left. And it was like, that's kind of a, like, is that this magic relationship or whatever? Or is he being oversensitive? Or are they trying to portray, portray well, him I, as being oversensitive to even react in these ways? Or to even be in a situation in a scene where, you know, she has to push him to go camping I it actually, was it was odd. It was very yeah. I I forgot about this little storyline, but when I was watching it, I was like, "Does she just want a girls' night and wanted Luke to go away?" Like she could have been like, "Hey, I want a night with me and Suki," and Luke would have been totally fine with it. Right. Mm-hmm. What I want to ask you guys is, do we think Lorelai was genuinely being genuine and and feeling like she was monopolizing too much of Luke's time and and kind of was encouraging him to not not feel so obligated and could go do what he wanted or did she actually not want him to come i'm sorry I, I felt she I, did not want him to come and was forcing him out because after, i disagree after wait a minute hang on let me let me let me just say this after he came back and he did his butt hurt scene right <laughs> and so they had their little heart to heart and he confessed how whipped he is um they, there was no physical contact between them. She just left. She just walked out of the diner. You would expect mm-hmm. a, a hug and a kiss and whatever, you know, something, right? Yeah. Something that was familiar uh, of a relationship, uh, an intimate relationship. But she just left. She goes, okay, bye. <laughs> I, I feel like it was, it was weird. So, Suzanne, you give it your was, take. It, was, it is a weird storyline. Suzanne, you I, give your take and then I have a thought. I, I just felt. Like if we go back to um, the scene where they're screaming at Davy about the TV, they showed her looking at Luke a few times. Mm-hmm. And um, so to me, that was her realization that like, oh, oh, you know, he gives up a lot of his own time to do the things that I want to do. And I know he hates coming over here for dinner because these people are crazy. And so I, in my mind, she was, it, she wasn't trying to get rid of him. She was trying to encourage him to go do his own thing because he does give up a lot of time to do what she wants to do. So mm-hmm. I, I thought it was more of a generous gesture to him than mm. saying, I don't want to spend the evening with you. You deserve See, to go I, do I was having Wi-Fi issues and I had to watch it on a, a tiny screen on my cell phone so i wasn't <laughs> picking up subtleties like that so, so that's here's a, interesting that's interesting yeah so here's my take so suzanne you definitely did pick that up that she was 
noticing him that he was taller. Yeah. Yeah. Because she kind of has a look on her face. And I know face acting is not a thing, but (laughs) it was happening right there. Um, She she had a look on her face like, oh, my gosh, he's this is really sweet of him to put up with all of this. Okay, so there was that moment. All right. So they tried to really sell the storyline, but it didn't work. That's right, Scott. So that's what I was going to say. So, yeah, I actually think it was authentic. The intention, meaning she intend, she really does want to make sure he's doing the things he wants to do with Mm -hmm. all good intentions. Mm -hmm. And he really does want to hang out with her with all good intentions. I just think the way they wrote it was bad. Like yeah, because it it's okay that she wants yeah. to have a girl and out with Suki. That's not a problem. Mm-hmm. It's okay that he likes to hang with her. It's or just, that he wants to go camping. It just was wants to go camping. It's weird. all okay, but it just they tried to turn it, something like this into some kind of big conflict, and it really wasn't. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. an E or an F storyline that they tried to make a B, and you're like, this isn't a thing. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a straight talk wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight talk unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? With a few extra bucks in my pocket, I could try a new hobby or go to a few concerts I've been wanting to attend. Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included offer valid through 41424 while supplies last online only must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify limit of 5 phones per customer family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan not combinable with auto pay discount Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings in root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros results may vary not an endorsement Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. 
BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So do we all agree, like, the scene did not work? Mm-hmm at suki and jackson's it was no, no. weird although the dinner looked unbelievably delicious and the storyline is a little off that luke and lorelei are going to be having this sort of problem but everything else is pretty darn great so that let's get to emily and richard who yeah. really to me are the highlight of this whole thing yeah. so first emily's a little mm, weird about rory taking on the event Mm-hmm. And I thought mm-hmm. it was because she was jealous, but I actually think now it was because she was nervous about it. Yeah, I agree. You can right. see when going back to that scene where they were sitting on the patio, when somebody suggested that Rory take it over, Emily looked very worried. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not sure that Rory can is ready for that step yet, which I thought was interesting because in the last episode, she did that DAR event. Totally. While she was stuck in Helsinki, and she did a great job. So I thought that was interesting that she was so nervous about Rory. It was just a little bizarre. Yeah, and I don't care about a salmon puff, although I want to try one. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had one, but I love that Richard has all the confidence in the world in Rory. Mm-hmm. Always, always, always. I people say I say always, but I'm supposed to say always. <laughs> it's like he really believes in her, yeah, more than anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which we'll get to the face acting at the end of the episode in a minute. My one flag though. So he, he says something like she knew facts of this at three and she knew mm-hmm. this at five and she knew this at 10. Well, like if they were sort of estranged, did he really know all that? I mean, I think they saw each other from time to time, but I think they saw each other on holidays. Do you think also Lorelai would tell them like, mm-hmm. Oh, my daughter knows this. Yeah. And that. But I or think they know the, it I, now. Right. I think in, in conversations they have when they reconnected at the beginning of the show, then they've had those conversations at the dinner table. I kind of just, just, just stuff yeah. that we weren't privy to that they just wanted to get to the conflict. And yeah, and, I, I kind of uh, thought that too. Right. Yeah. So, okay. So then now we go to the scene in the kitchen with Richard and Lorelai sort of reunited because of the insurance situation. And it was pretty caustic. Like, Lorelai was really caustic. I think she says, how are the Hamburglers or something? (laughs) Hamburgers. Something. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, they're fine people. It's a misunderstanding. And then that poor guy with the weird digital camera (laughs) just in there for that awkwardness. (laughs) I thought it was a little uncalled for. Like, her timing, at least. Or, like, the way she came off. Like, we, I understand you're trying to, like, get Rory back to Yale but it just was like your dad came to help you for an insurance thing in the kitchen like it just wasn't the right time mm-hmm. like she was almost trying to pick a fight it's yeah kind of- she was trying to pick a fight mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah but at the same time it always has bothered me that throughout this string of episodes Richard and Emily 
just assumed from the get-go that Lorelai was lying about the whole thing. And they could have just asked Rory what happened at dinner at the Huntsburgers that night, and they never did. Yeah. And that always kind of bothered me. Like, they just assumed that Lorelai is lying, so therefore we're not even going to try to find out if anything really happened. Yeah, just let me, let me, uh, let me interject here that Lorelai has done and said some pretty bizarre things uh, over the past six seasons. I mean, come on. Her credibility with them is not, I would say, sterling silver. You mean because she's so sort of sarcastic or because... Yeah, I can see that, and I agree with that, but in this particular situation where it would be so easy to just ask Rory the next time she walks in the room, and they don't even think to do that. Like, they never asked Rory what happened at the Huntsburgers. They just automatically assumed that, well, they're very nice people. That couldn't have happened. Um, And so I, that just has (sighs) bothered me in all of these episodes. Right. Or maybe they're in denial. They don't want to deal like not that I think they want it to not be true. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you want something to not be true, you don't want to go digging to make it true because it's really a dig on them. Uh The most of it was a dig that the that the Gilmores aren't worthy of the Huntsburgers. Right. And And, I think so highly of them. And Rory's not Mm going to go to her parents and be a whiny tattletale about it, you know, because she respects their relationship with the Huntsburgers and she just, you know, she just moved on. She didn't want to deal with it, you know, but I agree that, you know, it all could have, uh, but then, then where's the, where's the buildup over the many episodes or how how many episodes ago, you know, how many episodes ago did that happen? That was season five. What episode? One or two, I think. So we're like, no, 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 it's not been one or two episodes. That's right. It was in the, it was seven episodes ago. It was the end of the finale. Yeah. So it's yeah. about seven, eight episodes. Okay, so that's a you know that's a good wait waiting period for the tension yeah. to keep building and the audience to keep acting, asking uh, when the heck is this going to get resolved, and band that they deliver. So I think it was pretty ingenious of, mm-hmm. uh, of the whole production and the whole writing team to to delay it. You know? I agree with you. I I, I don't mind. So the so it's like, out. would you would you rather have it resolved right away because they believe Rory and just have it done? Or would you rather wait? What's more impactful? I would rather I, wait for what we got with right. the blow up between right. them. Right. And I think that's been the whole strategy for all of these characters, all these storylines. Let's drag them out as much as we can. And if we get a couple flags thrown up on us, so be it. Yeah. Uh, and know. I think she, I don't think Rory would have, I think she would have not told them. She wouldn't have lied, but she maybe would she have would, told the, the whole would, truth. Right. She's so still taken sideways by it and and probably embarrassed by it yeah that's right Scott. because maybe there's a part of her that feels like they're right so she so she's her confidence took a hit she doesn't really want to come out full guns because she can't that's right right. a lot of her thinks it's real that's the whole right not so much the dinner but what mitchum said at the paper she quit mm-hmm. Yale because of it. She right. gives these people so much power. So obviously she's not going to talk about it. But it is, but it is kind of odd. I, I you know, I'm it's that something such such an event, such an extreme mm-hmm. decision to drop out of Yale and move into the pool house, you know, that they didn't have a deeper talk with her about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And really right. like, you know, gl- you know, pry it out of her almost. 
else. Like what yeah. happened? You know, why, why weren't they m- more curious? You know, do you think they just uh, didn't want to lose her again? Cause like they didn't mm-hmm. have her as a, her growing up as a kid, they didn't have her around like they do now. So do you mm-hmm. think it was just like, we'll do whatever she wants. So she stays with us. Take when she was crying and hugging him. Yeah. And he didn't care about anything, but just like, doing what she wanted needed making her feel better like he just isn't going to stand up to her and have a conversation about it when she's like crying to her grandpa right he's just like okay you know what fine whatever you want right we'll take care of you right yeah Mm -hmm. i mean she's the golden child we'll give her whatever she wants Mm -hmm. right because she's the one that you know falls in line with what they want the the family image that they want and so they're Mm -hmm. gonna you know go along with what Rory wants because right, that right. is them. Yeah, and there just, is there is there definitely is a logic to it. Yeah. You know? And mm-hmm. just to go back yeah. to the the conversation about like the Huntsburgers, like Emily and Richard look at them like they are so important. Like you can even see it when they're at the slush table. At the like table, right? Yeah. Like why'd you put them there? Like you can see like they kind of in well, not anymore, but they can do no wrong in Emily and Richard's eyes up until this moment. Well, which is why the Huntsburgers act the way they act, mm-hmm. because everyone treats them like royalty. And so they act idiotic. Mm-hmm. It's so. Yeah. And em- Emily even said, she says, there's people and then there's the Huntsburgers. Like she's already acknowledging that they're not average. They're not, the Huntsburgers <laughs> are above them. Like that's yeah. oh, it's so gross. It's so gross. Yeah. It's so gross. Mm. I hope I never act like that. Oh. Mm. Mm-mm. I don't know. That makes me gag, but true. So we go to the scene then in the pool house, which this is kind of fun. You know, I just love seeing the pool house. I love, I actually love that Logan calls the assistant answers and that Logan helped. He's like, I got the PA you wanted at the price you wanted. I kind of mm-hmm. was like, you know what? All right. I'm into that. I love the assistant. I love how hard they're working. Like, mm-hmm. I love the whole thing. Yeah, and then, and then you know the, that assistant did all the work. <laughs> totally, the assistant right. was, she was great. Well, <laughs> but Rory's then, doing it. Rory's doing it. And then it. Paris shows up. Okay, but I think I think there was a, I think this was a great <laughs> episode for Paris. Yes, uh, I agree. Really, really entertaining. Great lines. Her attitude shifted immediately uh, into one of servitude. Well, not service. Service. Let's say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, to Rory, I like that subtlety of Rory saying, and you uh, actually, Paris should be standing over there. And she's immediately <laughs> said, oh, yes, you're right. I work for you. <laughs> so she's there were parts I found amusing, but I didn't love it as much as you guys did. Oh, no, I, I, loved, like... I, I loved her. Her, uh, Not that I agree with her, but I loved her uh, anti-capitalist screed and her support of <laughs> Marxism. <laughs> that was actually really funny. Oh, my God. Going to, Oh, are you going to eat lunch now in your special room? <laughs> it just makes me think like no one could play that character like the way Eliza did. Like only oh, she yeah, could she do was that. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was, I loved that was Paris really, in this episode. Really I thought she was hilarious. Yeah, it was it was it was a lot of laughs. It, it was it was it wasn't my favorite, but I love that you guys loved it. Oh, I didn't eat it. I just it was, was like, whatever. It was care. really enjoyable. Because she's you know, she's she's not being condescending to Rory or really right. anybody else. She's now she's she's serving Rory. She's being yeah. great about it. 
yet now she's 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 railing on capitalism. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> it's important. So true. I thought it was a good juxtaposition from the Huntsburgers. So mm-hmm. for me, it was like with their affluence and sort of entitlement and all that, then we get this other side with Paris, who for the first time is realizing like, I don't have $20, like I have nothing. Right. She automatically has to she's the proletariat now. Right. Yeah, it was yeah. more amusing for me because of the hunt. She automatically, she loses her trust. Well, she didn't have her trust fund. It's four years away. Her parents' right. accounts are frozen by the IRS. She's penniless. So now she's proletarian. Yeah, yeah. In a, in, a, in a blink. <laughs> yeah. In a blink. Yeah. She's so crazy. It was so funny. It was such a okay. turn. But, but here's my question. I've always thought it was diddly squat. She said doodly squat. Oh, have I been wrong? One or the other. You can do either. There's no rule. Really? Okay. I always say diddly squat. I said the same as you, Amy. I've never heard of doodly squat, but I was like, tomato, tomato, tomato. (laughs) Right, exactly. Doodly diddly. (laughs) Okay, so I think even though the storyline with Luke and Lorelai is sort of dumb or, yeah, dumb. Mm-hmm. I think you're right, Scott, when you say whenever those two are together, it's going to be OK. And that's right. how I feel about the kitchen scene. Like when you're making the pasta sauce and you guys are arguing about the pasta sauce and the weird green thing on the mm-hmm. jar. Pasta. It's mm-hmm. like kind of nothing. But I, I found it super amusing. And I think she makes sort of a joke about the gym time or something like. Right, right. You know, then we see that I actually was much more excited about the prospect of them going to the recital together. Mm-hmm. Then this whole sideways thing of this, well, you go do your thing and I'll do my thing. Like, I would have rather had them at the recital together. That would have been as funny as Suki and Lorelai. Like, mm-hmm. making them I don't know. I think it, I, I think at the bummed. end, I think at that end of that scene, when the dance, when it was over after Kirk did his, his uh, birth through death, uh, <laughs> oh God, uh, miming so uh, his performance art piece. Um, <laughs> You know, when the glitter came with the dancers at the end of it, and they were getting oh, yeah. bombarded. I mean, I, you know, Suki had some good lines at that. Yeah, I don't know and if- the ew, ew, right? Ew. Exactly. Well, Luke, Luke right, could have gone right, with. Right. But Luke could have chimed in and been totally a third. Yeah, part of that. He could have been. Yeah, like it's not like it had to. He had to replace Suki. They could have all gone no, together. Join. Join. Hey, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. If, you know. I mean, if you got know, Melissa McCarthy that. delivering lines. I think you go. I don't for know, like, that. takes me back to the graduation, and mm-hmm. Suki was there, and so was Luke, and they were all kind of making comments, and it was totally amusing. Yeah, yeah but then they wouldn't have had this sort of fake tension between these two. I know that, but it, I'm so done. And they wouldn't that. have been able to whip Luke's character and made him a lapdog. <laughs> I, I, mean? I would have loved to see you covered in glitter. That would have really irritated. <laughs> uh, uh, oh my god! Uh, so we'll get to the recital. So first we go back, and now we're at dinner. And Rory's mm-hmm. on her old timey phone and Emily and Richard are talking. And this is sort of where Emily realizes like Rory's crushing this. Mm-hmm. They're turning people away. It's sold out. Like, right. you know, so that was, that was yeah. cool. The theme really got people. I don't know about the partitions. They weren't needed. Um. And we, I think we, we were talking about it off air, but I'll just throw it out there now that we do because we'll get to the party in a minute. We did not care for the tablecloths. Yeah. That was 
there was a flag with the blue and white checkered tablecloth. I just don't want to forget to mention it. So because they don't match the theme, that was like more of a, you know, hoedown, as Suzanne said off air. (laughs) And not like a USO. I I just thought they were a bit jarring. They seemed too casual for me for the for the event. event. Oh, also I have a flag. The cubed cheese with the olive on top, that's not an appetizer. (laughs) Did you guys see that? I was like, that's literally a cheddar cheese cube with an olive on top with it with it. Well, maybe it was in the 40s. I don't know. Maybe with a bad toothpick. Like an old toothpick with that colored stuff at the top. I don't even think they make those anymore. I I mean, I'd be so hungry. I need like a whole plate of that. (laughs) I literally wrote WTF. That appetizer is gross. I can make that. That's not an appetizer. No, that's like that's like the snack you go when you open your fridge and you're just trying to find something to eat. Desperate. But, but weren't they trying to be accurate uh, for the period? Was that a USO appetizer? Or the, was it the 40s? What were what time was? Were we in the 40s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was World War II. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was um, not an appetizer. I don't think. Sure, it was. Yeah, it was simple, simple cheese and crackers. People didn't start getting. But there wasn't know, a cracker, was it? It was just it was a cube of cheddar cheese <laughs> with <laughs> a green olive. It was really not good. They didn't have time. They were too busy building uh, weapons. Probably know? everything else was being rationed, and cheese and olives is yes, all they had left. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I did like Rory's speech with the catering team. You know, she was so like, "Now go do." You know, mm-hmm. like she was mm-hmm. very. Mm-hmm. Did you not notice the huge red welt that she had on her shoulder during that scene? No, no. I missed that. It was weird. Like when they're walking through the dining room, she was fine, and then when she's in the kitchen talking to the staff, she has like this big, like a giant red mark, oh like right gosh. on her collarbone. Huh. Yeah. Injury. What about Logan's finger? Is it healed? Oh, I know. oh, that was Did last episode. Yeah, he had a. He I know, a... but he had that thing for two episodes. Hmm. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a straight-talk wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get a brand-new Samsung A14 on them. Straight-talk unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? With a few extra bucks in my pocket, I could try a new hobby or go to a few concerts I've been wanting to attend. 
Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included offer valid through 41424 while supplies last online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discounts, Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings in root metrics, 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. After two and a half years... He was cheating mm-hmm. while you were pregnant. We're pregnant. Yeah. About 13 women? More. Like, if I would have stayed married to Max, I think he would have cheated forever. Mm-hmm. It, it, was just, it was just a toxic relationship. Michael Cawson returns to Wind Down with Janet Kramer. Wind Down with Janet Kramer and Michael Cawson. You don't want to miss this three-part reunion. On iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, okay. Before we talk about the party, let's talk about the sad sack camping. That was so dumb. <laughs> Just Luke out there like fake camping. <laughs> I don't remember him camping as much as fishing. Or is that just me? I think you're right. Like he'd go fishing, yeah. but I don't remember him like going camping overnight. But I could By be himself? wrong. <laughs> There was yeah. one time I'm trying to remember. I think it was after that, after Jess and Rory got in mm-hmm. the car accident, and he left for a couple days. Mm. Okay. That's what I was gonna say. But, he only goes camping when he needs like alone time. Yeah, like when he's all upset. Yeah, he didn't really need it. I mean, mm-hmm. he he stated that very clearly, but I think in in an uncharacteristic way. So okay, so now let's talk about the party. Oh. The, the oh. epic party. First of all, oh. mac and cheese. They were I mean, Richard was thrilled to not have fancy food. Totally. <laughs> Richard was on fire. His yeah, dance, was the dancing episode. was amazing. Good episode for him. Yeah. So then in comes Mrs. Huntsberger. And Rory mm. is really kind of undone by that. And mm. then really undone by Mitchum being there. That mm. kind of shocked me. Why? Because... I know she's afraid of, not afraid, that's not the right word. I know that she's intimidated by what happened and by them and the whole situation. But, like, Rory's not one to kind of just, like, fall apart like that in front Mm -hmm. of people. And for her to, like, walk back into the kitchen and, like, 
even Paris is like, you look pale or, you know, whatever she said and was like, what's wrong? It's like she did not want to do that. And she, by the way, she held her own when she went and took Shira to the table. Mm -hmm. But when Mm -hmm. she saw Mitchum, it was like she was done. And it just kind of, I don't know. It's just not Rory like. It's not Rory. Rory saying, I hate her. I hate her. I hate her like three times. I just don't think Rory's saying that about her boyfriend's mom. Like, this is still Logan's parents. And, like, she would just, you know, I think she would have been a little bit more together about it. And kind of, like, you know, like, even if she hates her, she's going to be polite to her. That's Logan's mom. So, if you forget. Yeah, but then what, what are we watching, then, as an audience? Well... I, I see where you're going with that because what you described was just very you know, boring. Boring, yeah. Don't you think she would say it more about Mitchum than Shira, though? Or I don't mind the meltdown. She could have just been like freaking out, but just yeah. I hate her. I hate her. I hate her. It's like I don't know. That's so like childish. Yeah, I was gonna say babyish. Yeah, and then I felt um, like, well, it's not babyish, no. but it's just sort of like. <clears throat> I didn't mind it. I, I thought, uh, you know, if we're if we're they're trying to make a swallow that this Mitchum situation crushed her to the point where she left Yale and she just doesn't want to be a journalist anymore, uh, then we have to accept that she's going to react or because it's an overreaction. Obviously, mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. now now she's overreacting, just mm-hmm. seeing him. So it, if we're buying that, then we have to buy this. It, it actually, you know, so if you so if you didn't buy into she or her being crushed by the Mitchum thing, that you're obviously not going to be buying into this behavior as well. But you know, this is a big deal. This is a big moment in her life, right? So I think I do buy it. I I I actually do buy it because Rory is sensitive. She's not. She doesn't have the armor that Laurel I grew up with and had to construct and, and put on her, mm-hmm. her soul and her psyche to defend herself against her parents. Um, so what Rory got was an incredibly strong, but incredibly loving, attentive mother. Mm-hmm. And this is something that Laurel I never really got. Mm-hmm. So they're t- completely different personalities. So I kind of do buy in that she's this sensitive and, and, and Alexis is the kind of actress that you just sort of want to protect. You know, she's got that personality where she's very sweet, very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So I, so these people, I, I, I do buy in that, that she can get crushed by these people. Yeah. And I, 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 I kind of, cause she's nothing like her mother. Uh, in that regard, right? right? She doesn't. She I doesn't agree with have. That. I agree with you. Right. She hasn't she's, built that resilience that Lorelai right. has because she's right. never needed to. Right. She's never needed well, to. But you right. know who is like Lorelai? What? Who? Emily and Richard. That's where she gets it. Be well, especially course. Emily, because we are about to see. I mean, Richard. Richard was, I guess you could say, professional about it, but he. I saw him like with his fist. He wanted to punch him. Mm-hmm. And he's not. Richard didn't back down to Mitchum. He really pushed Mitchum verbally without going over the top, 
Whereas Emily threw down and was <laughs> smacking her with her words. It was I, like, I, wow. I, I love, I love these scenes. It, it just shows that, you know, how good Ed Herman uh, was as an actor. It's just the, the, the way it escalated the choices that he made up the ladder of anger you know, mm-hmm, started mm-hmm. out with a mini explosion. And he's like, what you did know, you say? What did right, you say? Right, right. I mean, he really, I mean, it was by degrees. Every mm-hmm. rung on the ladder was touched and it was just yeah. great to watch. Really. Great I know I wrote watch. so juicy. The whole thing mm. was so juicy. Oh, and also, God, I think yeah. there's something to how tall Richard slash Ed Herman is. He's so tall that it actually even if Mitchum was quote, the more powerful, I really think Richard was the more powerful in that scene. Mm -hmm. Like I thought he kind of schooled Richard a bit. He was, I think Mitchum was a little scared, even though he Mm -hmm. sort of, I don't know. Mitchum was so like, I I, I think we we have done this on the phone. Got two powerful guys, right? Mm -hmm. Two tough guys, business guys who are, you know, they're hard asses, these two guys. Yeah. You know, they're mm-hmm. both super successful and uh, nobody's backing down. I did exactly, and, and, you know, Mitchum is not going to sugarcoat anything or he's not going to lie about what he did. He's going to own it, and he owned mm-hmm. it. But he did it in a way where he thought he could uh, sort of smooth over the situation uh, by being, you know, like, hey, you know, you're a business guy. You would have done the same thing. Come on. Right, 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 you know, right. Richard uh, was being more emotional about it, whereas right. Mitchum was more business-like. Business, because right, he right, didn't right. have an emotional attachment to Rory like Richard does. I don't think no, Mitchum right. is an emotional person at all, though. Like, even for his own son. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. Like, he's not, like, it, I like how it, it wasn't even an example of like, oh, if Logan, it was like, if you had a, a, a someone working for, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he can't even put himself in those shoes. Yeah, that's a good point. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a straight-talk wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get a brand-new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't like a few extra bucks in their pocket? With a few extra bucks in my pocket, I could try a new hobby or go to a few concerts I've been wanting to attend. 
Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included offer valid through 41424 while supplies last online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discounts, Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings in root metrics, 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hillary Burton Morgan here, and I am excited to share with you a new series I'm launching, a companion podcast to my passion project, Sundance TV's true crime story, It Couldn't Happen Here. Now, on the show, we focus on small towns and the crimes that can rip them apart. The cases we've covered have confused me, and they have made me deeply question our judicial system. What got me so excited about doing this podcast is that we have more time to really dig in. So you're going to hear more information on these cases, as well as never-before-heard interviews, And you'll get to go behind the scenes with me and the team and learn what it's like to make a show like this. Come join us as we get curious and get involved. Listen to True Crime Story. It couldn't happen here on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, and we finally do know that the internship was given... Because, because of, of the, the disastrous dinner. dinner. He says the yeah. dis- after that disastrous dinner with Shira and Pop. And so you, you, we've always known it, but now it's been acknowledged. I mean, I think everything that we've talked about over the last couple of weeks, like he, she stopped going to Yale because of Mitchum. Like it was all answered in this one scene. Mm-hmm. Yes. So have, uh, let's discuss how ugly a character and a personality that Mitchum is. Um, do you agree with that statement? Do you think, think that this is, is worse? An odious character who is no a guy who you know it's easy to criticize him because he has this sort of militaristic uh, discipline and this bravura business acumen and he knows how to think- build companies and he knows he yeah. really knows his business and he doesn't waste time and he doesn't mince words and it's yeah, like Mitchum's just Mitchum he's fine I don't have a problem with him. Right. Do you? Uh, Yeah, I think if you're, if you've got the daughter of a friend 
that you mm-hmm. and your and your intention is to make up for this mistreatment mm-hmm. that my family laid on her by giving her a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think there's something missing in him uh, that can't see her talent. Everybody else seems to see it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the only one that doesn't. And even if he believes, and he does, he believes that she doesn't have. It, let's get rid of her. Mm-hmm. There's another way to do that to preserve. I mean, like, a, so here, here's what I'm saying: a guy that has built up that many newspapers and is that successful has got to have the art of letting people down the right way, so he's not creating enemies along the way. That's sure, a good, sure, a good sure. And that guy created an enemy, and a potentially very formidable enemy in a future Rory and Rory's progeny and in Richard and in Emily. And that was just not something, it wasn't a smart move. It's not something. It's a take. It's fair. It's just not my take. My my problem is not with Mitchell. It's not really so much uh, uh, Rory's reaction to getting crushed. It's really that the crushing happened at all. No, that, that I disagree. Strange credulity. I, I, my problem is not with Mitchum. Mitchum is a businessman. He's successful. He has all the right. And this is just my opinion. He has all <clears> the right <throat> in the world to behave however he wants to behave and run his business however he wants to run his business. And he doesn't need to coddle people, even if they're like family friends. It's not my, coddling. It's wait a minute. It's, um, sorry, let me interrupt. You. It's not no, it's coddling fine. Interrupt. people. It's not coddling her. It's being mindful that there's a friendship. There's a family behind her. They know each other. Their their kids are dating. There's got to be the dating thing. Uh, I'll get there's got to be a sensitivity there towards that and a respect towards that. It's like he could have done it another way. Sure, but my beef has always been with Rory. Let her down her- easy. You know. Sure, fair. That's the dad in you. I appreciate all that. My thing is, my but it's just, beef but it's has just always more been of an emotional Rory. intelligence thing. It's like. Yeah. How do you, but he didn't. He's it, probably it's an not ass. Really, right. That's what I'm saying. He's a little bit of an ass. So he's a little bit of an ass. He's a little bit too abrupt. He doesn't have his bedside manners. Not great. Whatever. My beef has always been with Rory letting it be her undoing. It's like, dude, this guy does not need to take you down because he once said maybe you're not good enough. It's just like, okay. Come back strong. And he actually acknowledged I, that. I was about to say he said that. And it's the this one. This is what I say. And she should have done, she should have come back harder or she mm-hmm. should have worked harder or she can do what she wants. Yeah. It's just my opinion. The person that's not nice is Mrs. Huntsberger. She is gross. She's like in a, and Emily was gross in this too. They were equally just sort of. Ew-y. Why, why are you accusing Emily of being gross? Because she the gave thing one of she the, said, she could have done that. It was better. one of the great Gilmore speeches of all time. <laughs> I don't. I think she could in her place. Correct. I think she should put her in her place. But I don't think she needed to do it by calling her fat and saying her husband cheats on her. It's like that part was gross. It's like Emily's better than that. Be more clever. Be better, and really do the same thing, but be so smart about it that you own, you crush her, without having to tell her her husband cheats on her and she's. I think the weight goes up and down. I did like Emily's little speech to her. I do think the weight thing was low, but I think she was trying to get as low as Shira does. And I think Shira yeah, would have like, yeah, I understand. Like exactly. it's a little, it's She's not going down to her level so that she, Shira understands 
that she's got a, a she's fighting a badass. Too. Then I would have said it. Yeah. This is what I get it. And I love Emily. And I thought it was it's like, let me put it in terms that you can understand. You know, that I think you just do it a little bit more like, look, I don't know enough to, to know how I would do it. But I think I would have said, you know, more of the like, don't you dare mess with me in this way because i know where all the bodies are buried and so i what, come for right you. but what why, why not why address it at all if she's so highfalutin because and wanna, why not just not even address it and then do things behind her back to destroy her and that family well, that's no, there's not, a, that's there's not a how you do it. i'd like to say i think you now go in sort of resolved and it's over Right. Well, I don't think it's over, but I think you go. I, I I don't think it's Emily's not the type to do it behind her back. Emily's going to go to her face, and and mm. I think Emily had Emily plenty to say to her. To do it behind her back. What? This is just my opinion. Mm. You know, when two women get at it, mm-hmm. do it. Be stay classy. You know what I mean? You're going to like, mm-hmm. it's going to go way further. In my opinion, that <laughs> low blow was beneath Emily when Emily's right. Being right is is the way better better win. Mrs. Huntsberger is is a fool. I don't know. I don't know. What do you got? What do the what do Tara and Suzanne think? Mm. Um, I mean, Jump I think into this ring of fire. <laughs> it, it is definitely an iconic Gilmore moment. Like yeah. this is the fans love. That that Emily put her in her place. I do see the point that maybe oh, she is that didn't... right? Oh yeah, yeah. Am I gonna get um, some good emails? Yeah, probably. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, maybe but one or two. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. Um, I think I, I, Emily, I, Emily, Amy, I do agree with you that it didn't need to get that personal, but at the same time, it was it was fun to watch. Like it was fun to see somebody uh-huh. take Shira down a notch because she is so horrible um and so elitist and snobby and so it was well that's you know, why i like the dig of, uh, that's why i liked the dig better when she said you were nothing until mm-hmm. you yeah. w- wormed your way into the mitchum's yeah. life that to me was like putting her in her place saying you were less than even us or whatever like the whole thing is right, pretty gross. Right. And look i have to acknowledge the whole thing's pretty gross right like we have the same many you have <laughs> our many we have done many too and these kids are gonna steal it's just like ugh. if i was like i don't want to be any it's just not me i don't want to be a part of any of that because mm-hmm. it's gross like it's gross i definitely think that like the one i mean i agree the weight thing was I would have not said that. I think the husband cheated on you, no. And then the line that she said leading into her speech about money, I was like, did we really? It's like, I just, I understand money is so important to them, but I'm like, did we need that? It just, I don't know. Like, I I, I see what you say, Amy. Like, Olivia Pope would not have said it that way. Yeah. That's that's my point. That's a very good, yeah. That Olivia Pope would have gone up for those that don't know, this is from Scandal. Olivia mm-hmm. Pope, Carrie Washington from Scandal. Yep. She would have gone up. She still would have gotten her grill and she would have put her in her place, but she would have done it different and it would have been smarter and it would yeah. have been more. It would have been harsher in a way. Like, All right. Let me ask you this. Knowing 
now what we know about uh, Mrs. Huntsberger. If Emily's able to get down on her level and talk to her in a way that's going to rip her the most, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you do you think that that proves that that's maybe where Emily came from? To no, because no, Emily's fancy. No? Mm-mm. I think Emily's pretty fancy. Do we know yeah. a lot about Emily's background? We know enough. Well, she went to Yale with with Richard. Like it, it sounds like Shira didn't go to Yale. She, yeah, right? Emily went. Shira, she didn't go right. to Yale. She went um, right nearby. Right nearby. Not- yeah, yeah. This this comes up a lot because Yale wasn't co-ed at the time. So she went to. Oh, oh my gosh, right, Smith. Right, I think she went right, to Smith. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Oh, because um, I was thinking right. that she went to the games with with Richard and stuff. That's why it made me think of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think well, of I think Emily and had like your all male schools, and then they would do things with the all female schools and like games and mixers and things. It sounds like mm-hmm. Emily is. This is. I don't want this to come off the wrong way. It sounds like the way she's saying is that Emily is educated and Shira mm-hmm. is not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Emily comes from <clears throat> quality stock. Yes. As opposed to Shira, who, mm-hmm. yeah, she just, yeah. Look, I just All right, feel I'm like. Ju- I'm just throwing that out there. No, I, I look, I feel like I'm all about the confrontation. I'm into it mm-hmm. and putting her in her place. Oh, I, I just gotcha. thought there was a lot of like low blow jazz. Like, I think about Emily and Penelin Lot. Like, they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It was very satisfying to hear that speech. Look, I, I love the. I, was I said it's by juicy. It. I love the whole. I think it was satisfying because we've been waiting for this moment for like yes. Richard and Emily to snap out yeah. of it. Yeah, she <laughs> just had it really was. Just, exactly. She just had to go in and empty out her empty yeah. chamber like on that woman and reload and empty it again. You know, Emily can like, be yeah. a little catty. I think I. I didn't. I don't love. I didn't love it when she was very catty about that Constance woman either, and they were like, it was very gossipy and catty. It's just not. I don't love it. I don't mm-hmm. hate it. I just don't love it. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's it's interesting because uh, you know we see Emily not being her best, but while she's being her best self. <laughs> I mean, yes, yeah. You know, I yeah. think um, there's some. I I think uh, like look, and I may be going on a tangent, and everybody can like rip me. In Mrs. Maisel. You have some similar, there's confrontation. I feel like as a writer, it's almost like the writing has evolved and become better. The mic drops are sort of, I don't know, it, it, it it's not quite as catty. It's a little bit more, like I said, Olivia Pope. I was trying to think of another person. Like in Maisel, there's definitely confrontations that are written better. Classier. Well, sure. I mean, artists continue to learn and grow. Uh her project so you know everything that they learned from gilmore they took into this was you know, also, you know what i'm saying it was also written by dan definitely so what it was written by dan dan, dan Paladino, really? yeah yeah really i just have huh. to go you know, back maybe and okay so i'm just gonna throw something crazy out there y'all can yell at me everybody yell at me hmm. the confrontation was written the way a man would do that confrontation not the way a baller woman oh 
would have that confrontation. I can really see that now that I, now that we're digging more into it, like watching it. Women just don't, I don't, I just don't think they, I wouldn't like, I think certain women would, I don't think not all women, I don't think throwing down. The question is, would Emily? No, because you know what? Menopause is a bitch and nobody's going (laughs) to throw down. No 60 something year old woman is throwing down on another woman about, Weight going up and down, not happening, especially those women. No way. That would bond them. Just saying. They'd be like, oh, no, girl, right? Sucks. I I guess Dan was trying to write something where it was going to be easy to understand that. uh, And it had to be clear that Emily was done with this Mm -hmm. woman, Mm -hmm. you know, so it had to be. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I don't disagree with that. We'll let everybody weigh in because yeah, no, no. Not, right. Emily would have would have squashed her like a bug, right? Better. It's an interesting point. It's an interesting point. Maybe a man can't write that monologue. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. Interesting point. You're still anyway, going to get bombarded. You're going to get. I will bombarded get. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm anxious to read because it's like. No, it's interesting. It was a good I don't know. And it, look, it might be my 2023 <laughs> eyes, but like FAT is not. Okay. All right. Okay. You know, all right. Rough, dude. It's, yeah. it's, I, rough. I understand, but you know, it's like, I get it. But, and uh, the cheating one, you could have done classier, but still done it. I could have, mm-hmm. I could have been here for that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That one, yeah. I, I would have just written it different. Yeah. Just saying. Everybody weigh in. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying that was sort of. Hang on. Oh, God. I just got a text. (laughs) It's Amy and Dan. They want us to rewrite the episode. That's amazing. Congratulations. I thought you actually got a text. I was like, what happened? (laughs) Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. Wait. What an amazing opportunity. Should we give give our ratings? And I didn't do favorite lines, although I did have a lot. Oh, there's so many. Going through my paper. Too, too many to name. Ew was my favorite line. Ew. 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 That whole ew. scene was great. Oh my god, it was so ewy. Should um, we rate it? No, wait, let's uh, do favorite lines. Ew. Tara, what's your... Is it, okay, that's yours. Uh, Tara, what's your favorite line? I honestly like that line too, the ew. Just the, their okay. face acting. <laughs> so I'm it. sorry, but you're not able to... Like, you can't do jokes on top of other people's jokes. You can't do favorite lines on top of other oh, people's jokes. Oh, yeah, you're going to have to come up with That's a own. new rule that was that was slipped in at, uh, during a vacation where nobody attended. Got it. Just like they do in Washington. Go ahead. <laughs> they passed the bill, so now you can't do... So you're going to have to pick another one. We'll come back we to it. We know Suzanne. our least favorite line. Um, so I have Suzanne. to acknowledge, it's not my favorite line, but I have to acknowledge when Richard said what she tackles, she conquers, because that's like a classic Gilmoreism. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my favorite mm-hmm. line was actually Lorelai when um, she saw Luke coming back from camping and she says, why are you back so soon? Were the woods closed? Oh, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that actually was funny. It was delivered uh, so well. T- Tara. Uh, I don't have one. I'm so sorry on, that's on fine. me. So there were that's a lot. <laughs> um, Honestly, anything uh, Paris says usually gets a laugh out of me. So, <laughs> Right. I think Paris had a, tr- a lot of great lines. I, I really, the one I truly remember uh, the best is uh, Lorelai's line at the end. It's like, you would have thought they ran out of glitter. 
Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, that one was good. <laughs> she was getting there, pouring glitter on her. It's like a lot of glitter. Um, okay, what are we rating, uh, Tara? Um, I am going. I actually really minus the the Luke and Lorelai storyline. I really like the episode. I am going to give it eight point nine. Mm. Uh, Suki cold sandwiches. Mm. Okay, Suzanne, what are you what are you rating it? Um, I'm kind of hot and cold on this episode. I'm gonna give it seven handfuls of glitter. Mm. <laughs> eight, eight Velcro wallets. <laughs> ah, ah, let me see. I'm gonna give it uh well, since Paris provided most of the humor. I'm going to give it 9.1 communist manifestos. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed the episode. I have to, I yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, all right. That's going to wrap it up. Ladies and germs. Uh, thank you, Tara, Suzanne, Amy. Oh. Uh, what a gas it's been. Thanks to the best fans on the planet. Uh, thanks for downloading. Keep the, Keep the cards and letters coming. We have a feeling you're going to weigh in on this a little bit, but just a little bit. Love you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, next episode, season six, episode six. Welcome to the dollhouse. Um, and remember, we, I, I'm all in. Stay safe, everyone. Forget follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a straight-talk wireless extended silver unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4 24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer family plan discount with four lines. All on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.